Okay, hi, it's me, Jack, again, back at it, back at it with another episode. Welcome back. If you listened to the last one, thank you. Yeah, God, I feel, <sighs> I feel like I should do something before here, before this. I feel weird just doing a cold opening. I mean, this has barely gone on for 30 seconds. I want to, oh, you know what I can do? Okay, I'll share one of my headcanons with you. Okay, let me let me scroll. I got I got <laughs> I have a huge note just full of headcanons. Okay. Who do you want to hear? I'll give you a Wilbur one, which is I think he just says like <laughs> those kind of cringy emo quotes just completely sincerely. He goes like punch some sense into me. Maybe then I'll feel something. <laughs> or just like where are you? <laughs> and he definitely says it in the in the hi there. My name's Wilbur. Voice. <laughs> Alright. That's my little headcanon for today. I have, oh, I have water with me as well. Voice from going bad. Alright. With that out of the way. Sorry, can you hear that? That's my fingers cracking. With that out of the way, let's jump on in. So, where we last left off was Quackity waking up in the morning. Ah, another, another beautiful day, walking out onto his balcony and seeing a burger van parked right on the edge of his border. So we're going to cut over to Wilbur for a second. And he's just, he's just standing there, leaning on the side of his van. And I want to preface, his van is dilapidated. Like he bought it from a flea market. It barely works. It has at least one flat tire, probably all of them. Probably one of them was slashed. Um, and it doesn't... <laughs> And it definitely has one of those, um, like, fuzzy dice on the front. <laughs> um, and he's just he's just standing there grinning as he sees a little tiny quackity, little, little tiny figure in the distance, walk out to his balcony, see him, freeze, then run inside, and a few minutes later, <laughs> his little figure just sprinting over him. So, once quackity gets over, he's immediately just like, get out of my country. Like, what are you doing here, pal? You gotta... You gotta pack up and leave, buddy. Um, but Wilbur, he just points to the sign, welcome sign, that's the marking border of his country, and he's like, no, Quackity, I'm out of it. And he had gone and drawn a line in the sand, and his and the van was parked like a foot away from it. So he was, by all technicality, outside of the country. Quackity looks at this, for like 10 seconds before just going, it's still too close, you gotta get out. Because I feel like countries have their grace spots. It's like, um, it's like, the, it's like international waters. But Wilbur just goes like, well, make me get out. And he, he definitely walks over to Quackity and like bigs himself up and stands right in front of him. Quackity's like, okay, can't force this guy out. But he does know that Wilbur is incredibly prideful. <laughs> So then he goes, well, Wilbur, how about this? If you beat me at a game of cards, you can stay here. And Wilbur's immediately like, that's just stupid. I'm not going to do that. Um, why would I do that? And Quackity goes, well, we'd have to play in one of my casinos. And Wilbur is just like, damn it. Because he actually does want to see the inside of the casinos and wants to poke around in there. So, and Quackity like, kind of smirks as he knows that, like, he knows that Wilbur's on board. <laughs> so Quackity 
Quacky's like, uh, follow me. <laughs> or he's like, uh, follow me. Um, and Wilbur is just kind of grumbling as he goes next to him. Um, but they walk in, and Wilbur is just blown away. Keep in mind, it's like at, at the latest 10 in the morning. Um, but it's huge, and there's music, and a, a lot of people, even though, um, and even though it's pretty, you know, it's in the morning, it's, the atmosphere is like, it's 3 a.m. or something. Um, and I think definitely they have those, uh, waitresses with roller skates that, like, whiz around, around you, and a huge indoor aquarium, and Wilbur walks by, and just like a giant sunfish is just there and staring at him. Because <laughs> I feel like Quacky is so that I've got to just have an aquarium <laughs> in his casino. But Quacky sits him down at one of the tables, and he tells Wilbur to choose any game. And we're going to step back a bit. So Tommy had mentioned the whole fiancés thing. I think Wilbur, he kind of knew. Um, but he doesn't really know how much it affected Quacky. He was just like, oh yeah, that probably sucked. Um, so he looks around for a minute before his eyes catch on Quackity's ring necklace, the one with his engagement to Schlatt and his engagement to Quackity and Carl's rings on it. And so he just goes, and Wilbur just goes, I want to play hearts. And so just explaining the rules of hearts a little quickly. It's a trick-taking game where all the cards are split between two people, and out of spades, clubs, diamonds, and hearts, every time you get a heart, you get one point. If you get the queen of spades, it's worth 13 points, and the goal of the game is to get the least amount of points. Um, so Quacky just kind of grumbles, and he's like, oh, I, of course you choose hearts. <laughs> but he goes, okay, dealer boy, <laughs> deal out the cards for us. So the cards are dealt. And here I was thinking about having some banner, ban bleh, having some banter, but I think it's funnier if they're just like intensely staring at each other the whole time. It's like that, it's like that trend where like, and he looks at me and I look at him. It's like that one. <laughs> um, but they start playing and Wilbur is, he's getting a little nervous because he's taking a lot of hearts. He's getting a lot of points here. <laughs> um, and he can only see his score getting higher and him losing a lot more. And Quacky is beginning to, to like grin at him because Quacky's like, seriously, you thought you could beat me, the literal owner of this casino, at cards. Uh, and the big turning point is Wilbur ends up getting the queen of spades. Um, and he's like, oh, oh no. And so they keep going and, <laughs> oh yeah. He gets it from a really stupid play. Like, I think he just puts down the king or something. But um, I don't think Quacky's taking Wilbur very seriously at this point. <laughs> he's kind of like, oh, this guy is like, he's not really what he used to be. Um, and then they're down to the last hand. And Quacky realizes that he is in danger of losing. Because Wilbur has almost every heart and the queen of spades. And if you do that, and then it's called shooting the moon, and you win. So Quackity just looks up, and I think they both realize it at the same time. And Wilbur just smiles and puts down his card, which is the three of hearts, and Quackity only has the two, and he loses by like one point. And Quackity is shook. Like, Wilbur just beat him at his own game. 
Uh, but Wilbur, he just stands up and dusts, his, dusts off his hands. He's like, well, Quackity, I hope you'll drop by and get a burger sometime. Who knows? Maybe I'll even give you a friends and family discount. And then he just leaves, like, all dramatic. Um, <laughs> and Quackity's, his jaw is just on the floor as he watches Wilbur walk out. But Wilbur, he's definitely sweating because he did not mean to shoot the moon at all. And he just got really lucky. And he definitely, oh my god, almost runs into a waiter who spills his eggs benedict everywhere. <laughs> and so Quackity is standing there and he is just enraged and a little bit humiliated that he just lost. And so he just kind of sits there for a while before just going, you know, screw it. If I can't physically drive him out, I'll just drive him out of business. So the next day, Wilbur is astonished to find that right across the street from him, a new burger joint has opened up. Like, overnight. This was fast. And Wilbur realizes that, like, damn, I fought for this place, and now I actually have to do something with it, and I don't know how to cook. Quackity's going to get really good chefs, because, I mean, he does own a country. He has a few assets. Um, and Wilbur's like, I need someone, I need someone who can cook. So he thinks for a minute. Smash cut to him bursting through the door at Tommy's house. <laughs> um, so he runs in and I think as he runs in, Tommy like falls to the floor. <laughs> like he was, he was playing Jenga with Michael. I think Michael uh, hangs out with him a lot. And <laughs> he, he, he gets scared. He, he just falls over. Um, and Wilbur, he doesn't even notice, he just asks, <laughs> he, well, he almost asks Tommy to help him, but then he remembers that one time Tommy burned down the house trying to make a cake, and they had to fix it before Phil came home. No further context needed. <laughs> um, so Wilbur just looks at him for a minute before going, before asking Tommy, like, hey, do you know anyone who can cook? I need a sous chef for my burger van, and Tommy's very hesitant. Because, uh, you know, the last time they had a van, it didn't really work out. <laughs> didn't work out very well. Um, but just as Tommy's about to say, like, no, Rambu, <laughs> Rambu walks in and he's rocks, walks around the corner holding a plate of cupcakes. And he's just like, Tommy, I made some cupcakes for you. What, what, why is Wilbur here? And why is he alive? And Wilbur's eyes just light up as he sees the plate of very mediocre cupcakes that Rambu has just made. And he's like, I've found my new head chef. <laughs> and Tommy Tommy sees like the glint in Wilbur's eyes and he just he just puts his head in his hands. Um <laughs> and he's he's just done. He's happy that Wilbur's home and alive again, but he's he's just a lot. Um but Wilbur explains to Rambu about a new business venture to form connections in the culinary world. <laughs> and Rambo just looks at him for a bit before being like, okay, sure. So <laughs> Wilbur's like, excellent. And he leaves with Rambo. And Tommy's just kind of sitting there. Like <laughs> he's probably still just lying on the floor from where he fell. And he's just staring at Michael for a while before Tubbo comes in and is just like, bro, where's my, where's my platonic husband? And Tommy just like kind of points towards Las Nevadas, and Tabo's like, "Oh, of course." Um, so he takes one of the cupcakes, pat pats Michael's head, pats Tommy's head, and runs off after Rambo. Oh gosh, I feel okay. 
Rambo pronounces their name like Rambo. Everyone pronounces it Ranbu. I like Ranbu. Yeah, so you're gonna have to put up with that. Um, but as Tubbo is running after Rambo and Wilbur, he is intercepted by another person, Quackity. And Quackity greets him. He's like, hey, man, and they have a laugh because I think they're, they're fairly friendly. I mean, Quackity, he's not a bad dude. Um, and Tabo is just like, oh, yeah, I know you. <laughs> I, I know that guy. Um, um, but before Tabo, Tabo's like, oh, actually, I, got, I gotta go, um, Quackity kind of stops him. And he's like, actually, I was, I was just going to uh, Tommy's house to find you. I, I just needed the best chef on the server. And Tabo just kind of stops. And he's like, what? Quackity grins. He's like, yeah, man. I mean, people talk all about your inventions, but really all I've admired is your food. And Tubbo externally is like, oh, that's nice. But internally Tubbo's like, yes! Because I think he does, he, does, he does like to cook. And he's not really good, but he thinks he's really good. Um, so he's like, finally, someone has recognized my talents. Um, and Quackity's totally manipulating him right now, by the way. Because he's a good dude, but he's not that good. Um, but Quackity explains that he's just opening a burger restaurant and he needs Tubbo's skills to make it happen. So Tubbo looks in Rambu's direction and then looks at Quackity and goes, I'm in. <laughs> Side note, I'm sure that Rambu will be fine on his own as he follows Quackity back to Las Nevadas. <laughs> um, and then <laughs> here I just have a cute montage of them coming up with menus. Um, so they go, Wilbur and Rambu go back to the Ran Van, um, Tubbo and Quackity go back to Tubberger, and I think, uh, Wilbur was definitely like, oh yeah, Rambu, just come up with whatever you want, but then was like really picky and controlling about everything, and Quackity was the one to actually come up with everything, while Tubbo just like doodled and came up with prices and did all the actual like finance stuff, because I think, I mean, man, man was president at one point, I think he's very good at that. Um, also, I don't know how prices work, because on servers like Hermitcraft, they have actual currency, like diamonds, but then there's also like, um, oh god, what is it, Ren, Ren currency, um, where they used emeralds, but then on other SMPs, like the Dream SMP, they just don't, and they just kind of steal. Um, but I don't know, I'm just gonna use American dollars, so Jack, um, put in an eagle screech here. Um, but I came up with the, uh, I came up with their menus because I thought it was really funny. Um, and I had a lot of fun coming up with them. Um, so the Tubberger menu is the Quack Burger, uh, which is a bun, a duck patty, because I think, <laughs> let's, let's be real, he'd totally use that to his advantage. Um, cheddar cheese, basil, tomato, and mushrooms. The Tubberger, which is a bun, beef patty, cheese, onions, and peppers. Quackity fries, sweet potato fries with optional cheese, the tubbo fries, which are curly fries with mustard on the side, and the quack shake, uh, chocolate shake with strawberry slices and whipped cream. So the Wilburger menu is the Wilburger, which is a bun, salmon patty, American cheese, pickles, onions, caramel, squirt of lemon, potential sand, steamed. The Ranburger is a bun, beef patty, American cheese, spaghetti, raw or cooked, mustard, soy sauce, and barbecue potato chips. Uh, the Wilbur fries, which are criss cut fries, pickles, American cheese, and maraschino cherries. The Rambu fries, 
fries, spaghetti, green olives, cocktail onions, and the milkshake, which is a vanilla milkshake with caramel, granola, gummy bears, and peanut butter. Basically just a bunch of stuff that is great on its own, but combined is just rancid. How long is this? This is only 19 minutes. Okay, I'll go on and do the uh, next one. So things, things kind of settle into a routine. Um, and the only thing is, <laughs> things kind of settle into a routine. This is kind of really where my story picks up on. Um, and I think really the only thing is uh, when Rombu and Tubbo find out that they are puppets of a rivalry, they definitely found out because Wilbur <laughs> was trying to like get customers to his van and made Rombu do sign spinning, but Quackity had the same idea. So Tubbo and Rombu saw each other on the same corner and it was just like really awkward. <laughs> until Q and Wilbur came out because they didn't they didn't see any sign spinning um, and they just stared at each other for a bit before they started encouraging Rambu and Tubbo to sword fight with the signs um, and then when they started like half-heartedly sword fighting um, Quackity and Wilbur just took over for them <laughs> Um, and began to actually fight with the signs. And I think, I mean, they're good. They fought with actual swords. They're, it's a good sword fight, <laughs> just, with, just with fucking signs. Um, and Wilbur is definitely like, rally your courage, Rambu. We must beat back these desert dogs. Um, and then I, I, I have here, Rambu got hit over the head and Wilbur did the closing eyes thing where he's like, rest, rest forever, sweet Rhombus. And made him lie there for the rest of the day. <laughs> um, but a bit later. So let's say maybe a week, a couple months. <laughs> okay, those times are not anywhere close, but it's, it's been a bit. Um, and they haven't really gotten ahead of each other. And Wilbur, Wilbur's thinking. He wants to sabotage Quackity's business. Um, so he's thinking, and he goes to Rombu. He's like, okay, I have a plan. And Rumbo's like, why, bro? Our, our burgers are selling and they're delicious. And Wilbur's like, no, that isn't good enough. We need we need to sabotage Quackity. So first he and Rumbo uh, go in posing as customers to Tubburger in really bad disguises. Like, I think he just puts on a new trench coat and pops the collar and he's like, Quackity will never know. Rumbo's like, he's gonna know. And he's like, I'll never know. Um, and Rumbo definitely has a fedora and a fake mustache. But they go in, and Wilbur kind of pokes around and like hurries out, but not before Rambo takes a bite of the burger and they just leave. Um, but Rambo's like, how do they even stay in business? Like, their burgers have no spaghetti in them. And, Wilbur, and Wilbur's like, that's so true. And then they just walk away. Um, but Wilbur sits Rambo down the next day. <laughs> like, it didn't take him long at all as he rolls out just a whole map of Quackity's building's layout. Um, and it's definitely in just crayon, but it's also like strangely good. I think he got really good at drawing up maps and plans because of the Lamemberg Wars. So he's like, okay, Rambu, <laughs> and takes him through a very elaborate and absurd plan. He's like, okay, we'll sneak in after dark. And Rambu, you have to keep watch while I use these bolt cutters to get into the door. And then we'll sneak into the back and we'll steal their deep fryer. And Rambu like, Rambu goes, quote, I have a crazy idea. Why don't we just not do that? And Wilbur's like, no, we, we gotta do it. We gotta steal their deep fryer. He's like, I have it figured out. And Rumbo's like, 
okay, why do we have to steal it? Why don't we just cut the wires? And Wilbur's like, bro, we need to steal it. Um, and he's like, okay, but come on, Rambu, our deep fryer is almost dead. Like, we should, we should steal it. Um, and so Rambu's like, okay, I'm in, man. <laughs> and once he's in, he, he's in. He starts, like, uh, devising plans with him. But we're going to <laughs> gonna step back, because little do they know, Quackity's watching his van from his office balcony. <laughs> he's doing the thing where his arms are clasped behind his back, and he's staring out the blinds. But let's be real, he's not an idiot. <laughs> he knows something's going down, and he wants to find a way to stop Will. But not only stop him, embarrass him. Because as we all know, pain plus humiliation equals hilarious. <laughs> um, but he's trying to figure something out. He's like, um, whatever Wilbur's gonna do, it has to do with the Tuburger. But as he's thinking, Charlie comes in. Gosh, I love I love Charlie. Um, so Charlie comes in. He's like, "Hello, fellow meat human. I am ready to do meat human things like walking, talking, and eating." Uh, and Quackity turns, and he's just. <laughs> By the way, I'd like to say Charlie is just fully like translucent. <laughs> and green. Um, but he's just convinced he's doing a great job of being human and Quackity, you know, he's not going to burst this bubble. Um, but he definitely does know. But he gets annoyed as he sees Charlie just trailing loops of slime all over his office carpet. Um, and he, he's like, oh god, I have to get this dry clean now. Um, but as he's walking over to like help help Charlie out, um, he holds on to Charlie's wrist and his hand slips. And suddenly, he gets an idea. And he just goes, Hey Charlie, have I ever shown you around Tuburger? <laughs> Alright. The heist. <laughs> That's what I have it labeled in my notes. Okay. So, later that night, Wilbur watches the, watches the entrance, probably with a pair of binoculars. Or... <laughs> Or I have here a really long telescope, like Jack Sparrow. Um, and so he's watching until Tubbo leaves. He locks the door. And I think Tubbo definitely like makes eye contact with him. And then he just like kind of goes, oh, that's, that's strange, and then leaves. Um, so he and Rambu, they wait till the sun goes down, and then they sneak over. And they sneak over. So all goes well until they get into the kitchen. Like the lights are all off. The floors are mopped. Everything is tranquil, serene, quiet. Everything is dark. Until they get to the kitchen, where Wilbur trips over something and literally falls on his face. <laughs> and so stepping back, Quackity, with the help of Slime, had spent the entire day creating a Home Alone contraption of torture to catch and humiliate Wilbur and Rambu. And what he tripped over was a tripwire connected to a bucket of cooking oil. So it gets all over them. And Charlie had walked all over the floor of the kitchen. So the floor is slippery as hell and they cannot stand. So immediately, Rambu just walks in without thinking and like trips over Wilbur. And as they start trying to stand, as they start trying to stand, uh, they just they just can't get up. And eventually... Uh, Rambu tries to get up by uh, grabbing the counter, but he accidentally like hits a button, and they just get hit with a load of rubber chickens and feathers. Like they're literally tarred and feathered. 
because <laughs> they're all sticking to the oil. And at first they're really confused, but as they start trying to stand, they keep stepping on the rubber chickens and it's just making so much noise. And Wilbur's just like, be quiet. And Rambu's like, I'm trying. And they're def they're just definitely making way too much noise. And Rambu wants to retreat. He's like, pull back. But Rambu, but Wilbur, he soldiers on. Um, and he, he makes eye contact with the deep fryer and he just runs over to it. But Q had put that saran wrap, this clear, across the door. So as Wilbur's hand like rests on, on the, rests on the breadcrumbs next to the fryer, he just gets clotheslined and falls on his back. And Rambu just runs over to help him, steps on him in the process before falling down, for Wilbur to use as a footstool to get up. But as he puts his hand onto the counter, it it accidentally like misses and goes straight into the fryer oil, and he almost ends up deep frying his hand. Luckily, it was off. But as he reels back, uh, the light clicks on, and Quacky's just there, like holding a camera, and he just snaps a picture before basically telling them to just get out, and he won't force them to. And Rambu is trying to get Wilbur to leave quietly. And Wilbur's like, okay, okay, like I'm ready to leave. Okay, I'll go, I'll go. Um, and he turns to leave before his pride gets the better of him and Quackity is hit, hit in the face by a greasy rubber chicken. And long story short, they have to sprint back to the van and lock the doors until morning. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the rest that I really have. Um, I have one other episode written and obviously I have to go more. Um, that's, that's the end of it so far. Um, I'm going to be posting pretty much every week. Um, I'll try to post every Saturday, um, unless, unless something goes drastically wrong. I think, I think I can manage one, <laughs> one episode a week. Um, and yeah, that's, that's really it. Um, this has been really fun. I feel like are you guys fine with 30 minute episodes? I, I feel like I can make them longer just by conden um, not condensing, expanding, but I don't know. I kind of like the kind of th this story. I, I like the groove we have going on. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for watching. The next time, don't tune in, don't subscribe, don't follow me, go home, <laughs> go home, hug your dog, call your mom, do your homework. Jack signing off. Bye.